this season on More and More Every Day. Let's do something together every day to be better oral historians. I don't know about you, but I love a daily task, whether it's a writing prompt to get me focused or a quick icebreaker to start class discussion. I love short, easy challenges. That's why this season's 10-minute or so episodes will feature experts, like-minded colleagues, resources, and things I'm learning along the way. But each episode will also end with a prompt, something you and I can do that day to improve our skills as oral historians. I'm your host, Summer Sherland. Let's do this. Do you ever do group interviews? They can be really fun. We've done a few at the South Phoenix Oral History Project. We've interviewed romantic partners who've worked together for decades, teachers who taught or built programs together, and even a mother and a son. The mom was a professor. The student was a leader and an athlete in the 1990s. This is an easy way to put people's memories together and in conversation. Get them in a room and ask them questions. It's great. They'll play off each other. One will remind the other about a moment in time. They'll dialogue back and forth about important topics and fill in the picture just a little bit more for you. But even if you get the chance to do a group interview, or we call some of these a story share, your work isn't done. So much of what we do as oral historians goes beyond the asking, collecting, and recording. We have to make sense of all of it. In short, we have to take these interviews that have been conducted by ourselves or by others and make sense of it all, tell a story, fill a gap in the historical record, and otherwise substantiate hours of one-on-one conversation through a broader historical scope. In short, we have to take the interviews conducted by ourselves or by others and make sense of it all, tell a story, fill a gap in the historical record, and otherwise substantiate hours of one-on-one conversation through a broader historical scope. If you ask me, now is when the fun really begins. Take, for example, some excellent work done by scholars to fill out the record of otherwise unknown or understudied histories. E. Patrick Johnson, a friend of the Southwest Oral History Association and a brilliant speaker, writer, and performer, has some incredible work, including his 2018 book, Black Queer Southern Women in Oral History. I once saw Johnson perform Sweet Tea, a one-man play that took several oral histories he conducted and packaged them for broader audiences to tell stories of Black gay men in the American South. It was genius. Or what about Virginia Espino's groundbreaking work, No Mas Bebes, a documentary about Mexican immigrant mothers who, led by a Chicana lawyer, sued, quote, the Los Angeles County doctors, the state and the federal government after they were sterilized while giving birth in the 1970s. End quote. Espino's work combines the personal testimonies of women who braved alienation and shame for what happened to them without their knowledge or consent when they were sterilized, and then they came forward to tell their stories. But she does more than have their stories standing alone. Together, Espino weaves these accounts to tell a history of an event, of a community, and of systemic racism. So maybe you're writing a book. Perhaps you're drafting a documentary or outlining your thesis or dissertation. Maybe you want to do a performance or an artistic piece. Whatever your final end goal is, you're likely trying to figure out ways to stack or spin individual stories and testimonies into a complete and navigable narrative. This is hard work, but it's also really fun and pretty rewarding. 
Because of this, today's challenge is fairly advanced. It's what we're calling at the Soha Bootcamp, details in the show notes, an expert challenge. For those of us out there who've been doing oral history a while and want a challenge that's just that, a challenge. Today, I want you to begin a comparative piece that places one event, issue, or theme at the center of a conversation with multiple narrators. So use at least three different oral histories. For example, you might begin telling the local history of a community you're studying. Do this in conversation with several narrators. Or maybe you're exploring a specific theme, redlining, gender dynamics, migration, school desegregation, gentrification, slavery, whatever. Either way, try to tell the chronology of your topic with voices from three or more narrators. Or finally, maybe you are attempting to fill out the history of one event, the 1992 election, a specific battle in a specific war, a Supreme Court decision, maybe one on same-sex marriage. Do so with three or more narrators weighing in as you tell the story. This is a big challenge, one that would likely take days, if not months, for some of us to do well. So... Since this is just a daily challenge, I'm not expecting the world from you. Instead, I encourage you to draft or mind map or otherwise outline. Spend two hours on this and then move on recording in your journal how it went. We want to hear from you. Tell us how you did today at SMCC History. Use the hashtag more and more every day on Instagram and Twitter. Our email is historysouthmountain at gmail.com. And I hope you follow us, write a review, or suggest us to a colleague. More and More Every Day is brought to you by the South Phoenix Oral History Project at South Mountain Community College in partnership with the Southwest Oral History Association. Music by Noah Gattel.